0: Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, I want to talk about plot hooks and more. We'll talk about that right after this. Okay, I like plot hooks because I like sandbox or hex crawls or something like that. But even, even when you're doing that, see, I'm, I'm of the opinion that if you plan an adventure, start thinking about the, set, the next adventure. Say they've got a plot hook they, they follow up on. Okay, they're doing this. Say they have to go down in a dungeon or something like that. I like to put a plot hook in a plot hook. Now I like that because one it's it's kind of interesting for them and two it keeps your campaign going. But you do have to you have to think about it. You have to you have to be, you know, give it some kind of finesse, you know what I'm saying? For instance, I did one I did one Castles and Crusades campaign where they were trying to rescue their patron who is this Steam Gnome Adventurer, who was kidnapped by pirates because of some guy on the city council wanting his inventions. Da 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 da, which they never they never followed up on. But they 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 got him away from the pirates. To me, it's like that's the kind of, when they find out about this. That's the kind of thing. Yeah, it's a plot hook. It's a continuation of what they were doing, and they can follow it or not. Well, they decided not to follow it. Okay, fine. It's their prerogative. So, while they were doing this, they had to go down somewhere, and they were they were looking for him in the forest. And somebody, one of the players, runs across a flyer for the Bluffside Theater. Bluffside Players, whatever the hell they call it, doing a doing a a play of Tales of Asgard. Of the Nor... You know, all about the Norse Pantheon and the gods and stuff like that and adventures and, you know. But, in this world, there is no Norse Pantheon, except for one guy. There's an NPC who believes in the North P- Norse Pantheon. I don't know how he heard it. He had some adventure. Maybe he went to another plane. I don't know. Whatever. But... He's a prophet, he considers him a prophet of Odin. And he recruits people into his church. And so I had this whole I had this whole, you know, scenario planned out, but I just dropped the flyer there. Just, oh, that's interesting. Now, I did that not to distract my players. Just so I know one at least one of them would hang on to this flyer for one reason or another, if nothing else I could use it to write something on the back, but they hung on to it, and it led into that after they took care of the business there instead of going after this this guy on the council, they went after you know they they went to the they went to the theater and it turns out that the guy who runs the theater and the prophet of Odin got together. And decided to do this, and they want to. They're going to hire the. They're going to hire the the players as like a security force, you know, or disguised as you know grips and stagehands to keep the riffraff away because they've been having a little trouble. That's the next adventure. So and so, what's now the twist is? This prophet of Odin has been noticed by Odin from another, you know, another like world dimension whatever. And he decides to, you know, bless his fa- bring bless this guy with his favor and possibly, you know, possibly come into this world as an actual type faith. So, they got that. Anyway, that's a, that's beside the point. There's other things that have. That that campaign kind of got scuttled when something happened to one of the players and anyway. Uh, but the point is, you can put a plot hook in a plot hook, but you just got to be be careful. And this is how you keep you keep the this is one way to keep the campaign going. I mean, my friend Carlos has no problem keeping his campaign going because there's always something we have to follow up on or somebody you know, we finish one. Somebody comes in at the end and going, "I need your help" or something like that. So he has no problem with that. But I would rather plant the next adventure seed into the current adventure for the players. But like I said, it takes a little finesse. You got to make it just interesting enough so they'll remember it, or not re- not even remember it. I mean, they they they're carrying around the flyer. They oh, what's this? Oh yeah, I remember that. Maybe you know, let's go check out the theater. And then they go there. You don't want it to make it so interesting that they just abandon what they're doing, even though they have the right to do. I know the players have the right and free will and all that kind of stuff. And if they do that, I will fall, you know, I will, I'll play along. Because I'm not going to railroad them and I'm going to force them to do stuff they don't want to do. So... That's the kind of thing I'm worried about. If I'd have gone into I just described what was it was the 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 Bluffside Theater. Did I say Waterdeep? No. Uh the Bluffside Theater, Tales of Odin by Such and Such, whatever the NPC was. And so I just hung that out there and I didn't say another thing about it. The guy just said, okay, I'll hang on to this. Boom. And then they just went about their business and did the adventure. And afterwards, Okay, we're in the tavern. Oh, yeah. pulls this out of his pocket. I forgot about this. That's the kind of thing you you do for plot hooks. And I I don't, you know, if you can keep doing that and, you know, be kind of creative or just careful about it, this can help you tremendously. I mean, if you come up with plot hooks on the hoof, say you do have a, a sandbox hex crawl, And you're using, say, a pre-published adventure or something like that, say like uh, Carcosa or one of the Hex Crawl Chronicles things or something like that, or Mitterlands, which have a lot of plot hooks in them. Just start, you know, they're in this this hex. So what's going on in this hex? Nothing? Okay, they go to the next hex. What's happening there? Nothing? What's in the next hex? Oh, we got a, a ruins in here that are da 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 da, da. You know, we, the cultists are, are sacri- you see it, so sacrificing this person, and you rescue them. And, oh, my God, that's thank you very much. Could you please help my tribe? Because these cultists are attacking him, and they're over in this hex over here, and they're off and running on another. You know, if they, they pick up on it, they're off and running. But in the middle of that... If they if if they're the village is like two hexes over, in one of those hexes you could put a little teaser for something else, like say they run into a little they got to go through a, like a forest, and they run into this fe, these fae these fae who are kind of playing tricks on them, but at the same time they they're just say they're out there as a, as a patrol trying to keep. You know the bad guys out because over here, this this hex over here. There's some evil guy, some evil wizard who's trying to who's trying to do experiments on him, Da 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 da. So that that's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, it's a minor annoyance. They take care of them, and maybe you might make one of the fae, one of the fairies, or whatever, like an NPC. Maybe they remember them. And then they go about their business because at this point I know my player I know the players I'm dealing with enough that where you know if something's an annoyance they'll get rid of the annoyance and then just go on. Um, also, you know you got to be aware of if you've been running the campaign any length like of time the characters, the character, the player characters' desires and their backstories, even if they're simple backstories, you can get something out of them. You know if you can link it up to that. That's even better. But like I said, don't make it so so enticing that it just derails them. Unless they all want to be derailed. Then, you know, you do what you do. You know, I'm just I'm just saying this because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, derail the, the campaign or tell them what to do or anything like that. It's just, you know, I'm just, as a GM, I'm just trying to keep a handle on it. So they want to do this, okay, fine. Oh, you want to do that, okay, fine. At least I know I can make notes, you know, and then figure out what happened for the, the the part they didn't do, you know, the part of the adventure where they just blew it off and went over here. Because I've seen players do that too, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but you know, consequences. Anyway, so plot hooks and plot hooks are kind of fun, but like I said, you gotta you gotta play them down until it's time for them if they want to do it, to go for it. And then, and also, plot hooks and plot hooks, that gives you a chance, like that whole thing about the theater thing. I didn't have that planned. I just threw the, the flyer out there. But after the last session, I start going, okay, what can I do with this? Boom, 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 boom. And, at, and then at the next prep session, I just go, okay, well, we'll just flesh this out. Just, you're not going to flesh it out a whole lot because they're in the middle of doing something else. Just a little more, maybe an encounter or two. you know. And you know in your mind where it's going at least in your mind they may take it somewhere else but you got to have see that's the thing player characters can do what they want but the gm has to guess when they prep where they think they're going if they know their players and they know the characters that should be no problem but you know you got to have a handle on it while you're prepping and when it gets to the table then we'll see what happens Anyway, plot hooks and plot hooks. That's fun. All right, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard, gmail.com, or drop me a voicemail And Anchor. We are monetized. Anchor? No, Spotify for podcasters. There we go. We are monetized. So those so are those 99 cents a month that you two can help support this program. I would thank you. And if, uh, you, know, if you want to do single donations, my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. All right, let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sarris, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasters, Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Lorton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye got questions you got comments send them to old at gmail.com tune in next time when radio grognard king size is on the air